It's Literally, not my fault though. I had no, a really no, no. hard. Shh, I had a really hard morning. When we decide to commit to something, I know you either commit to it or you don't. <laughs> I know. I like know. we said, we were gonna wear October's October series sweatshirts. I know we did every day to record. Yeah. You didn't wear it last week. I know. I forgot. I freaking pulled this one out. It literally has dust. I've been sneezing. And you look like you're ready to run a PTA meeting. I know. I'm so sorry. I, I, it's in my car and I, with all, all due. It was in your car last week. Do you know how close respect. your car is? I don't have it in me to go down there and get it. I, I'm winning. Okay. I want you, I, I want you to say out loud. My spirit that is I have, so low. I have it more together than you do. You I just do. want to hear it. You do. You have it more together than me. This is the best day of my, my life. My life is in ruins. <laughs> my life is crumbling. Yeah. My routine has crumbled around me. <laughs> I am an absolute disaster walking mess right now. And I am an A-plus student in life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fine for um, for the listeners. Um, I officially moved out of my townhouse. I spent all week a sweaty mess moving out of that place. Got everything to Alicia's, was in it for a day, and then n- I literally drilled a hole into the wall to hang my TV, hit a pipe. Yeah, you did. And <laughs> opened up a geyser in my bedroom and have spent the last 24 hours trying to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we can we post just that video? 100%, yeah. Okay, you guys need to go to our Instagram because even Ashley, like, she told me the story. I I was like, oh, that sucks. But after seeing the video, I'm like, that's actually insane. And before you come at her saying, <laughs> you are you dumb? You yes. could have been electrocuted. She's very aware, and I've already said that, so you don't need to. It was, it was bad. Don't yeah, don't rub, don't rub it in. Yeah. It was so... What was so weird is the way that this bedroom is configured is um, there's a, a wall that's shared by that bedroom's bathroom. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the wall, there's no shower on the other side. There's no well, the toilet on the other is, side. The shower head and the toilet are on the far. On the opposite side. Yeah. And even where we were drilling in the wall, even though it's next to the shower, it's not behind the shower no. in any way. Yeah. So, and then not only that, but there is um, an electrical outlet in that wall. There is a TV, um, what do you call it? Like cable coming out of that wall. Yeah. And then a, a light switch on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and and this, uh, believe it or not, is not my first time living in that room. I have drilled mirrors in there. I have, dr- I've hung paintings on that wall. So I've drilled in that wall so many times. I don't know how we hit a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> and then when the plumber came this morning at a, at a bright 6:50 a.m., he tells me, "Oh, it's so weird that there's a pipe there." Like. I, that's well, not that had to feel validating at it least. It did. I was like, okay, well, that makes me feel a little better. And he was like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really sure why there's a pipe in that wall. It's not like that type of wall. And I was like, that's that's what <laughs> that's I thought. What but I don't. I'm not qualified to say blanket statements like that. Yeah. No, I get it. But it I did feel it. weird. So, anyways, I'm still not letting any of this take away from the victory of me having my life together. Yes. You have your life only together. because you love to remind me that I don't. Yeah, and then today <laughs> she said today yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm gonna leave a little early. I'm gonna. I, w- I had some stuff I wanted to post. I wanted to post that chat, that video of me with the water, and just 
Yeah. I got myself a coffee. I'm on my way. I'm on the freeway. And I realized I forgot the the October series promo. I'm yeah. not going to say it because I don't want to give it away. But the October series promo piece that we needed yeah. here. Yeah. It's like the only thing we need for that one. Yeah. I had it set out on, in front of the door. I put it there this morning. Yeah. Because I was up at like six. Yeah. And I was like, I'll remember. Didn't. Yeah. It's okay. I, I quit. It's okay. Ash, with your permission, mm-hmm. we're going to... We're going to get Move on. into the spirit. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate but you guys listening, though, because I absolutely. feel like that was very helpful Therapeutic. for me. Therapeutic. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> it just describes whatever may come out of your mouth later. <laughs> and people are like, oh, we're at work. Guys, I'm so tired. I know. I feel I am I feel so you. tired. But we're going to enter in to people having experiences that I'm sure drilled pipe. You're like... Thank God this is my experience I'd and not rather have what a you're going pipe through. Than whatever spirit you're dealing with. Exactly. Mm. So um, welcome to <laughs> the third episode of October. Anox. Anox. <laughs> I was going to say Anox. unsolicited advice. <laughs> Two unsolicited advice October series. Unsolicited advices. You know what's funny is. We're we're trying to be like a little bit ahead because Ash is going out of town. Like we just with October series, like we don't play. Like right. we're trying to make sure we have it. Right. right so right. T- on actual today for us, the first episode just went live. Correct. And the buzz is intoxicating. It is. It is. Yeah. Oh, it is. The promo was so good. So excited about um, it. I posted a reel of me where I started crying. Mm-hmm. And it's just been like fun. I'm yeah. like in the mood, in the vibe. All the fun things. Yes. Um, I've gotten a, tagged in a lot of things of mm-hmm. people listening to the scary stories, um, people lighting a candle while they listen and get ready, and like just such fun things like that. So do me a huge favor if you're listening to this episode, just take a quick snap, a quick selfie, and tag us. Yes. Like I, we love to see you loving us. You know, we, we lo- love yeah. it. We love to be loved. You are tagging us and letting us know that you love us. Yeah. It is selfish. <laughs> we are conceited. But like in a fun way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in in a very relatable, we all do it way. Wait, did your brother tell you I saw him? Yeah. Our cool play. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I was like, how? He's like, we literally were just walking up to our section and passed her. No. The odds of us finding each I other. Know. We had just walked in. I turned right, saw Ryan. Yeah. I... In, in the midst of 60,000 people, he was the first person yeah. I saw. And I was like, what are the odds of me seeing you guys no, here? I it know. was so funny. It was no, just weird. He did tell me. He was like, I saw Ashley. I was like, oh, like her stories that she was there? He's like, <laughs> no. no, like I saw her. <laughs> yeah. I was there with some friends and I was like, whoa. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, Ashley, what is with you? You overshare? <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say that again. Because I think I okay. said it like five times already. If you do, you have to buy me a coffee, or I'll take a, sh- I'll chug no, the rest of mine. I like mine. <laughs> <laughs> I like mine. <laughs> um, I went to Alfred today, and actually, I- no one gives a crap. <laughs> I tried their cold brew cinnamon roll. Literally, they're only here to hear our scary stories. They don't care. Cold brew, cold foam. They hate you. Cold foam, cinnamon roll, cinnamon roll, cold foam. They literally don't care. That order. <laughs> actually, I want to try that. Yeah, it's delicious. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! Are you? Do you have a turn it up? I do. Okay, and I am very excited to share this. Um, what? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Yep. Just, we're just. Did you we're jump? But did you notice that I caught? I stopped. Yeah, myself. yeah, yeah. I went to. <laughs> okay. I went to. Okay, even ma'am. after all that. Okay, okay, ma'am. 
and October series turn it up. <laughs> this one is titled The Red Balloon. What now? Get into I'm it. I'm so sorry. Rebecca, I'm not always like this. <laughs> yes, she is. No, actually, this it's kind of me. This is normally Taryn. Yeah. This is not me. Yeah, it is normally me. We, um, If you guys are like, who's Rebecca? Michaela's out of town, and and we had to record, and so we have Rebecca stepping in, so we're super thankful. Our angel. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's do this. <laughs> I need to, like, bring it, pull it together. You okay. got it, babe. Okay. Hello, ladies. My name is Lauren, and yes, you can say my name and other names in the story. I had to say ladies because I just can't decide whose name to go first. I get it. I am resubmitting this spooky Tearing It Up story that I submitted last year. Unfortunately, it did not get read, but I know you ladies get an influx of emails this time of year, so I won't hold it against you. Thank you. Please don't. No, honestly, I appreciate that. Please don't. Yeah. It's hard. It's so hard. It's so hard being so popular. <laughs> Before I start my story, it is my duty as a UA fan to gush about how much I love you both and brag about how long I've been a fan. I am a day one of the pod and to both of your YouTube channels. I was a fan and still am of Alicia's. I am talking about pink zebra room days, so Alicia gets all of the credit for introducing me to my favorite YouTuber slash podcast. Pink zebra is back at my parents' that's house. Back in the day. That's, yeah, that's like, like that's forever ago. So we see you. We are thankful for you. Yeah. Why do I never sit like this? This is super comfortable. Yeah. I feel like I do that whenever you read. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I apologize for the length of this email. I know you ladies like the details, so I had to beef it up. Here is the story about the red balloon. I hope you enjoy it. Oh, gosh. Let me set the scene. September 12th, 2017. It was a brisk fall Tuesday night at approximately 9.30 p.m. I... And my friend Kara are driving in my 2001 Honda Accord on our way to our local movie theater. We decided to go to the last showing that night to see the latest Stephen King movie, It, Chapter nope. One. Nope. Hard pass. Have you seen any? No. Okay. Chapter One. I said that already. <laughs> uh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> I, the driver of the car, thought to myself as Kara was going on about her, the new boy in her life, how and why did I let Kara convince me to go see this movie? A little more information about me is that I hate scary stories and I hate clowns. Considering both of those things, I was extremely anxious and on edge driving to the theater. We pull into the old and torn up parking lot. I remember noticing that there were not too many other cars in the lot. There was only a handful. It probably was because it was a weekday at 10 p.m. We make our way over to the ticket booth and the anxiety is still kicking and thriving. Kara made a snarky comment to the ticket dude who was super cute by the way, but how about how nervous I was to see this movie. The ticket guy told me I would be totally fine and he noticed the blanket in my hand and said, just hide under the blanket during the scary parts. That's smart. Bring a blanket with yeah. you. I've never done that. I'm surprised they allow it. Because people, I know you people can't bring your own little, popcorn, but you can bring a blanket, like especially to like romantic movies. Oh, oh. <laughs> keep your hands where we can see them, you know. Yeah, I knew a guy who worked at a theater who walked in on a couple. Ew, like why? Like on the having sex on the Ew. floor. Yeah. No, he said it happened way more than you would think. Just like horny teenagers with nowhere to go, I guess. Okay, but, but ew, the floor so sticky. 
That's well, disgusting. Yeah, but just yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Okay, gross. Anyways, That's continue. a side note. <laughs> Um, she continues, as an awkward 17-year-old at the time, I'm pretty sure my cheeks were bright red as we walked away. Snacks in hand, we found our seats, which didn't matter because we were the only two in this theater. Nah. No. First of all, 10 o'clock no. at night. Second no. of all, scary that movie. movie that late at night by yourself? No. no. Hard pass. Just as the cute ticket boy predicted, I did hide under the blanket the entire movie. As we exited the theater, I noticed that the entire theater is eerily empty. I mean empty, not even an employee in sight. It's around 12.30 a.m. at this time. Just like the inside of the theater, the entire parking lot is empty, except for my 2001 Honda Accord. However, something was off. My car was parked in the far back of the lot, but this was still noticeable, clear as day. It stopped both Kara and me in our tracks. A red balloon was tied to the antenna of my car. That's so rude. For those who have not seen It Chapter 1, Pennywise the Creepy Clown uses a red balloon to entice his prey. The victims see the red balloon and soon after they are in a full chase down with Pennywise until it ends in an awful death or some weird possession. I am a little hazy on the details because like I said, I didn't see much of the movie. What the actual f she says are the only words I was able to muster up. The only thing I was able to do at this point is to go home and I met with this balloon on the one thing that'll actually take me home. As you can tell, I was in a state of panic. Kara, as well, starts giggling very nervously. Giggling Kara and I give each other a look and slowly make our way over to the car. We both try to suggest who might have done this. I said maybe the cute ticket guy, but how would he be certain which was my car? Nobody else knew we were seeing this movie. We approach the car and we kind of just sit there. Eventually, after what feels like an eternity, we stir up the courage and enter the car. I had to drop Kara off at her house first and when I tell you I was speeding so fast, I'm surprised I didn't get pulled over. Car and I don't live very close to each other. So after she gets dropped off, I still have a 20-minute drive home by myself. No. 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 Thank you. The whole car ride home, I was checking my rearview mirror because I was convinced Pennywise would appear. I'm now safe at home in my bed. The anxiety has gone down a bit, and I'm about to doze off, hoping and praying that I don't dream about the events that just happened when I get interrupted by my phone ringing. An intrusive thought crosses my mind, hoping that Pennywise wasn't on the other end of the phone. To my surprise, it was Kara. I say hello with a confused undertone, and the response I get back. Kara screams at me. I know who put the balloon in your car. I shoot upward in bed with excitement to finally get some peace about the whole balloon bandit. And to my surprise, Kara yells, it was my parents. Her parents? Yeah. Oh your parents? Gosh. Are you kidding me? Is my response. All I hear back is a snicker in the distance and a soft gotcha <laughs> from Kara's <laughs> parents. So I thought a fictional clown was coming to murder me. But in reality, it was just my friend's goofy parents with a weird sense of humor. I would, I would say that was a well done. Oh, break. yeah. I hope to be like that when I'm a parent one day. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, if you guys read this on the pod, I would be ecstatic. October series is my favorite, like it is to so many other th 
others. Thank you, ladies, for being a constant joy in my life. Keep shining bright. All the love, Lauren. And then she put, also, I attached a photo of the balloon as proof. Unfortunately, I did not take the photo while the balloon was on the car. But here is one of Cara holding it on the drive home. So just like Ew. your classic yeah. plain, you know, balloon. And it's tied with a string, not a ribbon. <laughs> is that specific to the... I just feel like uh, the ribbon's more like, yay. Strings yeah. more like, like is that ominous. all you had on you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? To tie your victims. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, yeah, that would have freaked me out. But that's why you just live your life like me and just don't ever see scary movies. Yeah. Never experience it. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Okay, shall we get into it? Yeah, yeah let's take a deep breath. Okay, deep breath, Ash. Let's, let's get in the zone. I'm talking mostly to myself. Yeah. Zone. Yeah, this will distract you. Yeah. From your freaking pipe. What okay. troubles? This story is titled, The Slide In Door. Mm-mm. Wait, is it called a slide in door or a sliding door? I've always said sliding. Slide in door. That makes sense. I've always though. said sliding, but both make sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also learned something crazy. Do Does it apply? No, but it's a good one. Ashley, does it apply? No, but it's a, it's a good one. In the like what you thought you it have, was. I'm looking at the clock. You have till it hits 20. Mario so. doesn't say it's a me Mario. He says Super Mario. What? Mario doesn't say, it's a me, Mario. It's He says, Super Mario. Say it how he would say it, because I don't... He says it with that inflection. It's a fact. How does, it's a me, sound like, super, super <laughs> Mario, is what he says. Something like that. I, okay, I mean, well, I didn't do it well, but... I'm need you to find proof, because I, will, I don't believe that I will. I will Google it. <laughs> Not now, Ashley. Okay. <laughs> we'll post it on our story. <laughs> Dear God. Okay. The slide in door. It's me. No, I need you to stop. I need you to get on my level. Okay. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. My name is Nicole. First, I just want to say I love you guys and the podcast so much, especially October series. I won't keep my intro too long because I want to get into this terrifying story, even though I could go on and on about how much this podcast has saved my life. I'll call this story The Slide-In Door. I first need to say that this story is not mine, nor did it happen to me. It's my mother's, and every year around spooky season, I beg for her to tell it to me, and every year I'm just as, if not more, creeped out than the last time I heard it. Well, you know, my mom has a billion scary stories, too. I definitely don't beg for her to tell me, though, because it's too real. It's very real. real. Okay. My mom was just 14 years old at the time, and the year was 1980. 
My mom is one of six siblings, and even though she acts like the oldest, she's actually the second oldest, but has always been an extremely protective person when it comes to the people she loves. At the time, however, she only had three siblings. The other two weren't born yet. One Saturday night, my grandparents were going to go to a wedding and left my mom and her siblings home. My aunt was 16 at the time, and my mom was 14, so they were more than capable of taking care of their younger brothers and getting them to bed on time. My mom and aunt put their two younger brothers to bed and then did what normal teenage sisters would do. They looked at each other and said, since mom and dad are out, let's stay up late and have a movie night in the basement and play pool. Absolutely. She puts in parentheses, just 80s things, I guess. (laughs) So they tucked the boys in and headed to the basement. After an hour of playing pool, my mom and aunt decided to make some popcorn for the movie. I'll go make it, my mom said to her sister. You pick the movie. My mom headed upstairs. When she was about to reach the top step, she noticed something. The front door of the house was open. Oh, God. (laughs) The room fell silent and cold. My mom reached over the stair railing to shut it and lock it. Her immediate thought was the boys playing a trick. So she goes in their room, but they were sound asleep. She shook it off and went back to the basement with my aunt, thinking the boys tried to scare them, but fell asleep after. After being back in the basement for a few minutes, All of a sudden, my mom sees the lights upstairs flickering on and off. A little freaked out, she went upstairs once again into her brother's room, playfully hit them, and said, Ha ha, very funny, you guys are supposed to be asleep. Sleepily rubbing their eyes while stretching and yawning, they say in a confused tone, What are you talking about? In that moment, my mom knew this wasn't a joke. The boys had no idea what was going on. Something was wrong. She didn't want to scare her brothers and tell them what had been going on. So instead she said, hey, mom and dad aren't home. Come down with us and watch the movie. Excited, they said, really? (laughs) You know, younger kids are full While getting out of bed. Leaving the bedroom, my mom went to turn on the lights. But once she pulled on the lamp switch, it didn't go on. She looked and saw all of the lamps in the living room had been unplugged. <gasps> They're in the house. They're in the house. Someone was or had definitely been in the house. Oh, God. My mom turned around to face her brothers, brought her pointer finger to her lips. Shh, she whispered. They made their way to the basement in complete silence. Once they got down safely, my mom told her two younger brothers and older sister, there's someone in the house, grab a pool stick. In a line, my mother leading the way, they went upstairs, each with a pool stick in their hands. Once upstairs, they walked through the dark house and made it to the phone in the kitchen. My mom dialed her grandfather, and to this day, I'm not sure why she didn't call the police, but when you're in shock with fear, I guess you can't really think straight. She told her grandfather, someone came in the house. It's not safe. Call for help. I'm coming, he said. Make sure all the doors and the slide-in doors are locked. Now, I'm not sure if this is an Italian thing, but my whole life, my grandparents have kept shower rods in our slide-in doors. 
which I'm dying because me, I do that. My dad taught me that. And Ashley does that because her dad taught her that. Yeah. Except ours is in a shower rod. It's like a literal like wood pole. Like, yeah. Kind of like a pool, a pool stick. Yeah. Similar yeah. length and shape. Yep. Size. Yep. Yep. That's so funny. It must have been like that generation. Yeah. 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 Which is smart. Yeah. So even if they are unlocked, you still cannot slide the door open. My mom grew up that way as well, and they always had thick wooden sticks in each sliding door. After shakily hanging up the phone, my mother knew she had to make sure. Stay here, she said to her siblings. She went over by the sliding door and immediately saw the wooden sticks had been moved. They had been laying on the floor instead. In that moment, she looked up, and what she saw still scares her to this day. Standing on the other side of the slide-in door was a man, all dressed in black, with a black mask, staring right back at oh. her. I have full body chills. What? That's my worst nightmare. I have those sliding slide in doors and anytime I go downstairs and the blinds are open and it's nighttime outside I don't look I have a hard time looking. I don't I'm look. scared. I'm yeah. like expecting that exact thing. So yeah. for that to happen to her, oh my gosh. She must have PTSD every time she walks oh, by the store at night. Yeah. Face to face in the darkness with just a see through slide in door to separate them. The man slowly tilts his head to the side in the most scary way, losing eye contact with my mother. Even though it felt as though they were face to face for a while, this all happened so fast. All my mother could do was grab the chair next to the door and stick it under the handle at the same time the man tried sliding the door open. Her siblings scared and yelling that they see the man too in the background. My mom said she didn't know how long they had been yelling because for those few moments, the world went silent. All she could feel was fear. Then the doorbell started ringing, making all of them jump, taking my mom's attention from the man. It was the police. She looked away for a split second and when she looked back, the man was gone. The police and my mother's grandfather walked in. They searched all around, inside and outside of the house, but did not find the man. My mom and her siblings told them the entire story. The police pointed by the slide-in door and said, whoever put this chair here saved your lives. Long after, my mom's parents arrived and things settled down. While going to bed that night, my mom had a baseball bat in her bed. My grandfather walked into her room, reassured her that she was safe and the police were going to keep watch of the house all night. Before leaving her room, he turned around and said, I'm proud of you. You did good, kid. You're safe now. <laughs> Beautiful. For years, we all tried to come up with an explanation, but we'll never truly know what the man wanted. Some of us think the man somehow got in the house, but heard my mom coming up to make popcorn and didn't want her to see him. So he stepped out of the front door while waiting for her to go back downstairs. That still doesn't explain it, though. I suppose we will never truly know. This story is like a movie and scares me to this day. I'm not sure what I would have done, but I do know that my mother is the strongest woman I know. She is my best friend, and she also beat cancer last year, so I'm thankful for every yeah, day spent with did. her. I know. I love her. Her favorite holiday is Halloween, so I figured her story would be, a perf be perfect for your October series. 
I hope you enjoyed, and I love you guys. Thank you for all you do. Love, Nicole. I forgot if I could say it or not, so I was like looking back up. Nana Nicole. Isn't that freaking insane? Dear God. Dear God. The the fact that she was able to, like, even when she realized what was going on, the way that she kept her cool with her little brothers and was like, shh, and, like, got them to, like, all leave collectively is insane. Like, I don't think I would have been able to hide my fear even while like obviously I would have gotten them out but I don't think I would have been able to do it so composed like she did like I think I would have been like okay um someone's here let's go you know and that probably that would have instilled fear it would have made it harder to move so like the fact that she did it so calm and collected my god okay here's the thing that freaks me out so much so obviously the man was in the house Mm -hmm. She comes upstairs the first time. Yes. If he ran out the front door, who knows? I think he probably just hid because the boy's she, light. Oh. she looks if they're asleep, they're asleep. She goes back to the basement. When she's in the basement, she sees flashing lights. But remember, she had already closed and locked the front door, but the sliding door wasn't unlocked or was like unlocked. Uh-huh. But I don't think she saw flashing lights. I think she saw the unplugging of the lamps. So when oh, she went up, she walked he right had to him. have been right there. So then how did he get outside? Or were there two people? And the one guy was like returning from his car or like, like the timeline of it yeah. freaks me out and it's too close. It's really hard. Cause we obviously don't know the configuration of the home. Yeah. But, I agree with you. She must have walked right past him to go upstairs. Maybe when she, when he she was upstairs, that gave him time to like slip outside. Yeah, like maybe he went out the front door the first time. Yeah. And then he went out the sliding door the second time, which is why the yeah. six were on. And then yeah. he was just waiting to come back in. But yeah. either way, like the timing of it, they had to have like been in the same room at least once and like how long was he inside before he started before she even noticed the and that's sinister him unplugging the lamps is sinister so he was not there to do anything good playing around yeah Yeah. oh i hate it i hate it well that's our first like real time one or like real life one not that well again i'm not questioning with like a word that better describes that that's your first alive bad guy that's, that's our first, first bad guy tangible no. i like no because there's bad guy and then everything else has been like more everything outside of that is like spiritual or like that's your first ghost before death it's our first alive know. perp that's your first ap ap that's our first ap alive perp and then dp <laughs> dead perp dead perp <laughs> sure i like that okay I cool. like that. that I'll forget stick. it. Next episode. <laughs> what is it? Mandy? <laughs> she got us. AP? AP? DP. DP. AP, DP. Which hopefully doesn't like stand for something like yeah. bad. Let's, I let's, think let's double check that. Yeah, yeah. But t- to all the listeners, if you think that we only do supernatural stuff, we don't. We love hearing stuff like this, especially of cool moms that are protecting their families. Mm-hmm. So if you have similar stories like that, it's not too late. This is just the start of October series. So send in those stories as well. Yes. All right, 
I'm going to go ahead and get comfortable for this one because this one is a little bit long. Is it an AP or DP? Actually, don't tell me. I'm not going to say anything, but we can discuss after. Okay. Um, this one is titled. Discuss. We can talk about it after. Just because I don't want to give away the plot. Yeah, so yeah. it's the yeah, similar, yeah. like I'm not going to tell the title sometimes. Okay. Same thing with that. Go for it. This one is titled, even though I am going to say this, Chance in the Woods. Chance in the Woods. Okay. Hello, ladies. Let me start by saying I love the pod and I have been waiting all year long for October series to roll back around. Girl, same. Same. <laughs> that being said, I hope that you enjoy reading the story. Even if it doesn't end up on the pod, this is a long one. So buckle up. I would like to remain anonymous, but you two can know my name. My name is and this is a story from a few years ago that I still get chills telling. I worked for a Christian camp as a counselor for middle schoolers. It is important to note that this camp was settled deep in the woods, stunning during the day, but spooky at night when the fog would settle under the trees. I loved this camp and I would get new campers every few weeks. Since this was an overnight camp, I slept in the rooms with the campers each night. One particular session, I had a camper, let's call her Emily, who definitely did not want to be there. She wore all black all the time, had posters on her wall of drawings of bloody skulls, demons, monsters. She was a little terrifying, but I was determined to become her friend. Which, side note, bringing posters to a camp is pretty committed. <laughs> Well, does it say how long the camp is It doesn't down? say how long, but I'm assuming at max a week, right? Like, what camp is longer than that? Yeah, but I feel like, didn't you go to church camp when you were in, yeah. like, junior high and high school? Like, I, it also doesn't surprise me. Like, there were the girls that would bring stuff and, like, decorate and, like, really? go all out. Yeah, because you're, like, with your friend group and you're just trying to be, like, I never did know. that. Interesting. Did Anyways. you have friends? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> There's that, too, to consider. <laughs> Back to the story. She was rude to other campers, fought with the staff, and overall gave everyone she spoke to a really hard time. But things didn't get weird until the night before a camp-wide campout. Each night, the counselors would meet downstairs to discuss the day ahead. This one particular night, I was sitting in the meeting like normal. The counselor who had been sitting in the hallway upstairs just in case any of the campers needed anything, burst into the room and begged for me to come upstairs. I followed her up to see my sleeping campers in a dimly lit room. Confused, I asked what's wrong. She said that she thought she saw something moving, but maybe it was just a shadow from the twinkle lights that I had by my bed. I started walking into the room to check on them, but they were sound asleep. I figured that the counselor was probably just on edge sitting in the dark hallway alone. I knew I would be in in about an hour, so I returned to the meeting since they were all sleeping just fine. An hour later, I walked back upstairs with myself and another counselor who also stayed in my room. We talked in the hallway with the other counselors in the hallway for a moment, giggling quietly to be sure not to wake anyone. I asked the counselor who came to get me earlier if she came across anything else, quote, spooky, I said in a teasing manner. She laughed and said no, but just then, the light above the door from my room flashed on, which was odd since the hallway lights were all connected and no other light had turned on. I quickly turned it back off and we all laughed nervously. I talked for a couple more minutes before I decided to head to bed, but just as I stepped towards the door, 
the light began flickering like crazy. Just my light. Ew. Other counselors began to notice. I was determined to be tough and kept on walking. Keep in mind, the door was open to the room and the girls had been in bed sleeping for well over an hour. They couldn't have stayed up if they had tried. As I stepped my foot over the threshold of the door, they all rolled over to face me and began mumbling in unison. And that is when I would quit my job and exit every man for himself. All you little brats, I'm not in charge of you anymore. In the name of <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. No, absolutely not. In no. No. I quickly stepped back and the mumbling stopped. The light flickering also stopped. I shook it off and tried again. But this time, Emily shot up, stared right at me and said, he's behind you. Nope. In a low voice and immediately laid back down, fast asleep. Nope. Nope. Just so everyone knows, I have goosebumps all over my body. Nope. I decided to go and check on each girl to see if they were awake and playing a trick on me. But truly, they were asleep. I went to sleep and pretended it never happened. The next night was camp out. Seven girls, one tent, middle of the woods. All was fine until I woke up to one of my campers getting out of the tent, mumbling under her breath. I followed her out, but was careful not to wake her and scare her. She walked further into the woods, at which point I woke another counselor and asked her to help me. We followed her a little way until she stopped in a wooded area, looked at the ground, and started a chant in a language that I hadn't heard of before. And what I still haven't heard happening? of since. What in the hocus pocus is the story? I refuse. She eventually returned. She eventually returned to the tent without waking up or seeing us. The next several nights, the lights kept flickering, the chanting continued, and I would wake up to see Emily standing over the campers or over myself, mm -hmm. eyes wide open. The campers started waking up with weird headaches, unable to see straight, odd bumps on their head, complaints of bad dreams, each bad dream connected to the next. Nope. After several nights, I brought this up to other counselors staying in the buildings in the camp. One said that they had something similar happening in their building with a camper, but they weren't sure what to do about it. Later that night, I was woken up to a low hum. I walked into the hallway and looked out the window to see the building across from mine, surrounded by counselors and campers singing. I rushed out and asked what happened, and they said that a girl had been displaying behaviors of that of someone that was possessed, screaming, chanting, throwing herself into walls, and they were praying for her. No. The next day, that camper left in an ambulance, and we never saw her again. While this was going on, my campers still complained of headaches, bumps, new scratches on their arms and legs, and blurred vision. The light in the hallway would flicker, the room was colder than any of the other rooms in the building, and my entire group of campers lost their happy personalities and began to seem more and more like Emily. One night, my nightmares got so bad that I woke up, startled to immediately see Emily sitting on the floor next to my bed, talking to herself. No. I stood up and began to reply to her, chanting and asking the Lord to free her of whatever it was that was plaguing her. 
She chanted, she chanted louder and so did I. She eventually let out a scream and fell to the floor, hitting her head, knocked out completely unconscious. We called an ambulance and she was taken to the hospital. And when her parents arrived, I described what had been happening and they were shocked. They said that she was the happiest, cheeriest girl in the world Mm-mm. and would never be mean to anyone. And when she woke up, she had no recollection of any of the events or even being dropped off at camp. She said she remembered bad dreams about someone chanting things at her in a strange language and making her walk in the woods at night almost like something had taken control of her. When I returned, the lights had stopped flickering, the room was warm, the nightmares had stopped, the headaches and blurred vision all left. Whatever spirit had possessed her was gone, but the nightmares from that week still plague me till today. I always say that for a week and a half, I slept a foot away from an evil spirit, but everyone escaped unharmed. No. No, like, no like, one escaped unharmed. No one escaped. Sorry. You're right. Wait, is so, that what it says? It is, but no one escaped unharmed. I'm I so was sorry. Like, um, that's harm to me. <laughs> You're like, that's all harm. I. What's crazy? Nah. It's just with stuff like that, it's already hard enough to deal with that on your own or with a, a few people, let alone like an entire group of, of kids and having to manage that. I, I, I don't think I would have slept. I'm surprised you slept. I hate it. I can't talk. <laughs> I have no words. The whole time I was just trying to like actively not listen. <laughs> right. Right. Disconnect maybe. I'm going to, you know what? You know what actually was happening? Here we go. Hmm. For all of you who need, your mind needs to grasp something else. Mm-hmm. There was a documentary being filmed that no one was aware of, like Jury Duty. Mm. Um, they're still in editing. You'll be contacted when it's ready for It's post. a movie. Mm-hmm. It's yep. a movie. Yeah. It's not real. Um, it never happened. <laughs> that's just. That it's... was an AP and a DP. A- because they used Emily. They used Emily. Emily. <laughs> Emily. Whoa. <laughs> that was good. Uh, wow, I'm impressed with myself. That sounded terrifying. like Emily was in me. <laughs> I'm telling you, I can't. The little girls. Mm. They're little girls they're and terrifying. Old they're terrifying. It's so scary. Um Have you noticed it's usually like females? It's little girls and it's like old women yeah. that are the scariest. Like old yeah. men are scary, but if you see like a crazy it's, looking, it's the long hair. Stereotypically, oh. in my head, stereotypically the they always long. use females with long hair, and it's kind of like hanging over their face. <sighs> Ashley, shut your. I'm just saying, shut, shut it's your not mouth. Like they have a headband in pushing it out of the shut way, you know. It's like your mouth, untamed. Yeah. Okay. Whew. Well, I'm done with this episode. We need. So. We need a. We need something happy. Because, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Taryn and her giant <laughs> mug keeps hitting the microphone. Where's your mug? What's in it, Ash? Nothing. <laughs> I have it here, but I have nothing in it because I'm a hot mess. Oh, you know, I'm not even going to say hot. I'm not even going to give myself yeah. that. I'm a mess. You are a mess. <laughs> All right, I got some. I got some jokes. Yeah, for let's us. let's lighten it up a bit because I'm gonna rewrite this one because I can make it better. Okay, you can be the judge. Of that I'll tell you what it was. Okay, and then you'll see what. Oh, I this mean. is okay. fun. Who is a mummy's favorite actor? <laughs> That's the longest era. We just stared at each other for so long. I have no idea. Ryan Gosling. Gosling. I was trying to think of like 
I had no idea. Listen to how it was. What do you call Ryan Gosling in a a mummy costume? Ryan Gosling. Mine's funnier. Yours is way funnier. Good job. Um, Thank you. Have you ever considered writing jokes? No, I haven't. But do you want another one? Yes. What do you... Wait. Why don't mummies have friends? Because they're dead. Because they're too wrapped up in themselves. (sighs) Which, that's on life. That is good. That's on life. That's really good. If you're too wrapped in yourself, you're not going to have any friends. Mm -hmm. So. AD or... Or... Ah. AP or DP. What? I was good. That doesn't make sense. It's <laughs> gonna say dead or alive. <sighs> I hate this. That's where we're. That's where well, we're. Well, you know what sucks <laughs> is we're about to film a promo. That's pretty terrifying. Which, but if you guys are listening to this episode, then you already saw that promo. Yeah. That we put out last week. That was terrifying. Little if you don't know what know. we're talking about. You should head to our Instagram. One, you should follow us there. And then two, you should check out that promo because it was a scary mask. And now we know who it was. Now it's going to be extra scary filming. It's going to be it, extra though. scary for you. At least I get to be in the mask. We know now. We know now that it's Emily. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's terrifying. Yep. Absolutely terrifying. Um, so, yeah, you know, if you made it this far, you must really love Sorry. us. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening all the way through. Um, I really just want to put it out there one more time. It is not too late to send in scary stories. This is the start of the October series. You have so much time. So if you know someone with a scary story, if you have a scary story, please submit it because we can't have this series without your guys's content. That's very true. It's very true. Please send it in. Um, also, good luck sleeping. Also, if you want more scary stories, oh, yeah. you don't cast. have to wait till Monday like everyone yeah. else. You can subscribe to our Supercast account where we give you scary bonus episodes every week. So not only will you get Monday episodes, but you'll get Thursday episodes as well. So yes. check out our Supercast. Subscribe there for more scary stories. Check out our merch. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Yes, we love you. Happy Scoop Day. Stay safe out there. Bye. Bye.